welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 591. Things. The contents of the second pack were more expensive and rare, but no more useful. Then the old man saw the third pack. And what do you have in there? I've never been able to get it open, Jack said. The knot is too much for me. The hermit closed his eyes for a moment, listening. Then he opened his eyes and frowned at Jack's. The knot says you tore at it, pricked it with a knife, bit it with your teeth. Jack's was surprised. I did, he admitted. I told you. I tried everything to get it open. Hardly everything, the hermit said scornfully. He lifted the pack until the knotted cord was in front of his face. I'm terribly sorry, he said, but would you open up? He paused. Yes, I apologize. He won't do it again. The knot unraveled and the hermit opened the pack. As he looked inside, his eyes widened and he let out a low whistle. But when the old man spread the pack open on the ground, Jax's shoulders slumped. He had been hoping for money or gems, some treasure he could give the moon as a gift. But all the pack held was a bent piece of wood, a stone flute, and a small iron box. Of these, only the flute caught Jax's attention. It was made of a pale green stone. I had a flute when I was younger, Jax said, but it broke, and I could never make it right again. They're all quite impressive, the hermit said. The flute is nice enough, Jack said with a shrug. But what use is a piece of wood and a box too small for anything practical? The hermit shook his head. Can't you hear them? Most things whisper. These things shout. He pointed at the piece of crooked wood. That is a folding house, unless I miss my guess. Quite a nice one, too. What's a folding house? You know how you can fold a piece of paper on itself, and each time it gets smaller? A folding house is like that, except it's a house, of course. Jax took hold of the piece of crooked wood and tried to straighten it. Suddenly, he was holding two pieces of wood that resembled the beginning of a door frame. Don't unfold it here, the old man shouted. I don't want a house outside my cave, blocking my sunlight. Jax tried to push the two pieces of wood back together. Why can't I fold it back up? Because you don't know how, I expect, the old man said plainly. I sug the end of the page. <laughs> I sug, you sug. We, we all, all sug. <laughs> the page of the wind. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. Did we read on an earlier page that he was outside a cave? I don't remember actually reading the words that he was outside a cave until this page. Yes, Jordana, we did. Okay, fine, fine. Yeah, on page 589, he found an old man sitting in the mouth of a cave. Okay, fine. I just don't remember it then. Mm -hmm. The rule of threes uh, makes an appearance again because there are three things in the, the third pack. Yes. I feel like we knew that there were three things in the third pack, though. I didn't. 
Okay. Maybe he hasn't just... opened it. We hadn't opened it, but it is it is the most auspicious pack. It's the only one that matters, really. Mm. Yeah. So we've got we should uh, we should analyze the things in in the pack. So we know that there's the 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 stone flute, the folding house, and the little box. We we get more detail on the other two things. Next on page. Subsequent pages. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe we'll wait for those pages then. But the folding house. This reminds me. Uh, it's a very like fairy tale idea, but it's also very reminiscent of uh, Odin's folding boat. Oh, what is that? Tell me more. It's the same thing, but it's a boat. And is it very hard to fold back up? Well, I mean, I, I don't think it's hard for Odin, but he is also a god and the wisest god. But it's it's like part of his sort of uh, arraignment of magical items that Odin has, you know, as much as his spear or his eight-legged horse, he has this this boat that he can fold up and put in his pocket. I see. The house, as we'll get to, uh, is wrong. Either Jax bungles it or the house is somehow fundamentally wrong. Uh, we talked about the broken road being potentially a metaphor for Faye. Um, at the beginning of this story, I believe it was a broken road. I'm wondering now if mm-hmm. the house isn't the metaphor for Faye. I don't want to get too deep into it because we'll get there in a couple pages. But And then, of course, the, the significance of the box the is... The Lockless um, Box? Well, you know, there's a box. There is a, a magical box kicking around. What if it's the very box? What if it's the very box from the from the story? Another kind of sinister moment for Jax when the hermit listens to the knot and he's like, sounds like you really like mangled this knot trying to get it open. But the one thing he didn't think to do was to ask the knot to un to unravel. I mean, to be fair, I also would not ask a knot to unravel. Well, you might if you knew how to listen. <laughs> and we've been talking about Jax being sinister. This is also very sinister. The, the rather bestial way he goes at the knot. Mm-hmm. He tears at it, pricks it with a knife, bites it with his teeth. I mean, I think we've all done that. I think we've all had stubborn kno- uh, knots and, and tried to untie them. I've certainly bit knots. I've certainly slipped a knife into a knot. But in the story, it comes across as uh, feral. Mm-hmm. Well, especially because... Once he knows that the knot could feel him doing those things, he doesn't make any move to apologize. He doesn't seem to think he's done anything wrong, right? He's surprised that he, that the hermit knows this, but he's not. He doesn't feel bad about it. Yeah, there's no remorse. Indeed, and uh, he hasn't really felt remorse for anything he's done in this story so far. Yeah, nor does he. Hmm. Hmm. He starts opening it up without knowing first if he can if he can undo it, and I think that's also kind of a reflection of Quoth because Quoth often does things that he then can't take back, and maybe if he knew more about the situation or or had a better understanding of the thing he was doing, he could or he could employ it in a more intelligent way. But because he he assumes that he knows what he's doing or he doesn't care to find out before he does the thing there are then consequences that can't be undone. Yes. I think also of the of the folding house a bit like brand new tents. Like if ever if ever you have purchased a brand <laughs> new like camping tent and you, you set it up and, and you think you remember how to put it back in that tiny bag and like you can still shove it back into the tiny bag, but it's not quite as perfect as it was that yeah, first time. It's never gonna be right again. Yeah. I have a raincoat like that, that like it's meant to be able to fold up in such a way that you can take the raincoat and kind of cram it into itself until it's like pocket sized. 
and I've never been able to figure out how to get it back into that shape. Yep. There are just some things that never go back to their original shape. Indeed. Is there anything else we want to talk about on this page? I am out of things. Uh, we have a relevant letter. We talked about the, the rule of threes, so I'm going to jump the queue and read this letter from Desert Dry, who writes, Why three? Windy Pagers, why three? I mean, sure, we all know that it's an important number. From religious background to basic geometry, we can infer many meanings to three things together. Why is the combination lock so commonly found with three numbers? It's the cheapest option that can't be opened by accident. To guess a lock or combination, three arbitrary numbers in a row would take a significant amount of time, enough that the guesser would sooner rather than later be found out. Two would be too quickly guessed. So time here is the limiting factor? Is Kvothe taking the days to narrate his story on purpose? Kvothe sure doesn't act like time is against him. Is the thrice-locked chest Kvothe's or someone else's? Dena's or whatever her name is? The Moon's? What about Kvothe's other lovers, Devi and Auri? Where are the bullies or tattletales in the hall who are due to find Kvothe fiddling with a lock he doesn't have the combination to? May lightning clash upon the high crags. Signed, DD. Oh man, what an outro. Yes. Or a sign-off, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. I think both were good. It's never occurred to me before that Quoth is not the proper owner of the box. Yeah, actually, same. Oh. I've just always assumed that it's his box. But I suppose that it's possible that, much like Bilbo with the One Ring, he has an object that does not really belong to him, and there are sinister agents out looking for it. But if that's the case, then it makes a little bit less sense to me why he's trying to open it. Hmm. Yeah, it's his nature, right? He just, he's so curious. He has to, uh, he just, he has to. He just, it's, that's the sense I have, that he, he can't resist trying to unlock a puzzle. Same with the four plate door. He's told several times, like, leave it alone. But he's still dying to know what's behind it. Do you think he doesn't know what's in the box? What's in the box? In the, in the frame narrative? Yeah. No, I'm sure he knows what's in the box in the frame narrative. Mm. He's really trying hard to open it, right? I think mm. that the blacklist box that he gets from in the story, he he you know he gives it a shake when Mel and Lacklis presents it to him later on. Or has that already happened? I actually can't remember. No, he has not seen the box from Mel and Lacklis yet. Well, he's definitely very very curious uh, about that, um, and same with the four plate door. So I don't know. We don't know. We don't know anything. I, I do want to say, I don't know if we talked about this yet, but like the, the significance of threes, I think, in stories simply comes from the fact that it it like is a pleasant, I don't know how best to articulate this, Jeremy, this might be your thing. It's like a pleasant repetition, uh, something that mm-hmm. is set up, an expectation is established, and then it is uh, undercut. Uh, similarly, we have like the story structure of uh, setup, rising action, and, and climax. And the three-act structure. Mm-hmm. I mean, think of it like the prestige in, in the movie, The Prestige, right? The magician presents you with an ordinary thing, and then they make it into something extraordinary, and then they turn it back. Mm-hmm. It's not a trick unless all three happen. So I think that that's, like, that's a useful example of the reason that structurally three is satisfying. Like That tends to be how jokes work in, uh, in comedy. Like... If you say, if there's like a stand-up routine and the stand-up is talking about a subject, they'll generally kind of come back to it three times and and reveal something new about it each time. Likewise, in a sitcom, you'll often find like if they make a joke about one thing, then they'll make a new joke about it a different way. 
a second time and then they'll do something different with that joke a third time but they generally won't do it a fourth time uh, because you get diminishing returns after that but the idea that time is a factor is also kind of interesting is Quoth telling the story in three nights because he understands that three is structurally significant is he doing it because he knows he can tell the story the way he wants to tell it in three days or is he doing it because three days is all he has before something else happens? So he has to get it done by then. Yeah, I think he's counting down to something. I think that something is, there is a a deadline. Maybe he started something on the first day and it takes three days to arrive or to come to fruition. Yeah, that's that's not an idea that I'd ever considered before. So if you want to ask us other questions that make us ponder things, there's three of us. And we might answer uh, three or three times three questions on our April AMA, which is our Patreon episode for the month of April. So if you have burning questions you want to ask us that are not directly related to this book, please send them to pageofthewind.gmail.com. Put April AMA in the subject line so we know what they're about. And uh, if you're lucky, we might just read yours on our April AMA. And we'll read more of this book. On tomorrow's page. Of the Wind.